Yodis B, Sportive Time. Hello. All the dads are here. Hi, John. How are you? Hi, Brandon. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, this is take two. Let's uh, let's do our best here. Stuart, are you here? Yeah. Uh, the dog has peanut butter. Um, youngest daughter's in her room. Uh, Mandy is um, looking for a Hallmark movie to watch in the background for people to guess what's in the background of my my audio. So we're going to see how I that goes that. here. Oh, everyone loves chicken it. Fi- chicken Fingers is also here. I'm here, fuckers. First time recording from... From my office. From the office. Yep. That's excellent. Is this a new office that you have due mm-hmm. to the pandemic? Yep. My, it's, it's my couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, uh, I have uh, my pandemic office situation is I will switch from the couch to the easy chair to a bar mm-hmm. stool to our bed. Those are the four <laughs> places that I work from. I don't really have any other options right now. It gets nice out. Mm -hmm. Then I can have a fifth option, which is our balcony. But that's kind of gets the glare from the sun. So the lanai. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it sucks. It's really, it it sucks. (laughs) It sucks so much. Just sitting here watching the masked singer. It's just from my office. Yep. Talking with you guys. Pain in the ass. I go from here to the guest house, to the pool house. To the boat, it sucks. <laughs> it's just it gets annoying. Are you are you up at the boat. cabin? I didn't know that. No, not really. Oh. I'm actually sitting on my bed. Oh, uh, that's nice. Sucks. Does your Sexy. does your cabin have a guest house and a pool house? <laughs> no, it has neither Jesus. of those. It has a shed. Pretty nice shed. <laughs> All right, I shed. feel a little bit. <laughs> I feel a little bit better about the rest of this podcast knowing that. <laughs> Having a pool at the cabin would be the single stupidest possible <laughs> thing you could do. Yes. <laughs> yep, I would expect to lose all of you as friends if I ever installed <laughs> yes. a pool at the cabin. Yeah, yes. be... that would be the end of the end of the sport of for sure. Yeah, finally. Uh, well, I just cracked a beer for us to talk about beer, um, and that specifically is the the end of our the best reason you're drinking a beer bracket that uh, let's just come out with it. It took the internet by storm, broke mm-hmm. the internet. That's right. Incredible. We got a 200 votes, 200 Jesus. votes wow. on the finals. That's yeah, that's amazing. And so the, uh, the actual, the champion of the beer bracket, which we all know was cabin beer, cabin beer. The- was the winner. We just got to the cabin beer. Just got to the cabin beer. It was a four seed, uh, and it toppled the overall number one seed, which I think I for sure thought would, would fly through to number one, uh, especially because we're in Minnesota. The first warm, the first day of warm weather patio beer. So close second. Good job. I think the, the score was something like 58-42, somewhere around there. Decisive. Decisive, but not a... Not a landslide. And I would say in thinking about this, the cabin beer, not exactly a Cinderella story. It's more like one of those teams who somehow got the four seed, even though they were like this number six team in the country at the time. It was really a seeding issue, I think, looking right. back on it now, which, um, it was... as we all know, we all take okay. 25% of the blame. Right. Excuse train coming through. Twenty five percent of the blame. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> so I'm not going to name names, um, but one of us put the ranking together, and three others reviewed and approved with no changes. So, <laughs> basic. That just means that we were all. And, and I know the other three. Again, not naming names. Looked very clearly at that entire list and ranking order, and really studied it as much as the the first person did who suggested all of it so again not naming names but 25 percent blame on all of us for letting something to my face i've come through (laughs) on and on 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 we are the champions my friend is this your mass singer uh tryout song (laughs) no i wasn't paying any attention to i was singing to youtube we are the champions. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, that was you said. that was good. Um, but it deserved it. It earned it. It was decisive. Had to come through a fairly tough bracket. Um, 
you know, looking at the bracket now, the number one seed in that region was the running errands beer, which we <laughs> figured out pretty clearly is not a thing at all. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> divisive, even within the podcast. Of like... There, like six percent of people that had even heard of a running errands beer. <laughs> Those six percent of people, I would say, mostly love it if they know about it. But it's just way too much. It's too underground. It's indie. It's like uh, Murray State being a one seed. It's just I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was probably a pretty easy one. But it also had to compete with the um, bonfire beer which we thought was going to be uh, a really, really big competitor there. So, you know, just hats off. Hats off to the cabin beer. Hats off to cabin owners and cabin moochers and cabin visitors. Anybody who has had that first cabin beer uh, knows that is it is a special one. It is legitimately a great, great beer. Um, I've had upwards of, I don't know, 50,000 of those beers in my life. <laughs> Each one better than the last. It mm-hmm. does not get, it doesn't plateau. Mm-hmm. It just continues to get better. So cabin beer, congratulations. And again, although we all 25% equally were good with this seating, there was certainly feels like I'm sensing I'm pretty good at like reading tea leaves and kind of the vibes. I, I do sense that there may have been a little bit of a bias from one of the four of us that really wanted this cabin beer to win. <laughs> it's subtle, but I'm really intuitive. I just sort of pick up on these intuition sort of sense senses. It's my sixth sense, if you will. Um, but I'll just leave it at that. We're all pretty happy. Yeah, there may have been some. It's not vote tampering. It was. It was. It wasn't vote tampering. It was. I tampering. went to Twitter. No, that's not. It's campaigning. It's yeah. The night you, you go, it's no different than what's going on now throughout the country. The governor's races, mayor, mayoral races. Everybody's selling something. Races, you got to work. Campaign. You hit the bricks. Kissing babies, shaking hands. That's all I was doing. And yep. Cabin Beer was behind with like two hours to go and ended up winning. I, it was yeah, behind so with it's... two hours to go. I sent a tweet out asking for a di- more votes. And it ended up winning. I'm not saying that's what turned the tide, but I don't think that campaigning is illegal. We didn't set the rules that uh, it, it would be. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, is it flawed? Some may say. Some may say. I, I'm i not saying I think it is. You know, is the, the actual most likely true winner the first warm weather patio beer? I mean, it's hard to – some may say. No. Some certainly no. may say, and they could say those people would be wrong, right? But I, you know, I, no comment. Some may say though, they may. Yep, Dewey defeats Truman. All that horseshit that they still say seventy years later, and they're still wrong. True. That's right. There are an awful lot of people who still say that Dewey defeats Truman. <laughs> so. <laughs> John, if I had a nickel, if I had a nickel, I feel far like I fewer than there were a month ago. <laughs> All right, rest in power, Dewey lovers. <laughs> oh well, it's my like God. I mean, you guys remember when you know Charlie Pride or Charlie Richards behind closed doors won Best Country Song in 1974. I think everybody thought it was going to be Tom T. Hall for. Old dogs, mm-hmm. children, and watermelon wine, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, I was just going to nope. say that. That's it. God damn nope. it, Stu! You beat me to that point. So I mean, mm-hmm. you just, that's sometimes you know there's upsets that it just happens. Right. There's nothing right. wrong with Tom T. Hall at all. Oh no, I love him. But you know, Charlie Rich just. He, I, he I just, also he, know he, Tom he brought his T. Hall. These are Ed. words that I know for sure. <laughs> there's no doubt about you it. You know the. You know when we get behind closed doors. You know that song. When she get behind closed doors, when she lift her hand, that's all I got. That's all I got. And he sings it better than that. Really, you sound like you sound like Will Ferrell and Step Brothers. A man. Let's get something to talk about. It's about. 
she's a woman, a, a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. That's what mm. the song's about. Hmm. Behind closed doors. Okay. Yeah, I'm adding it to my list. Click, 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 click. Typing. Click, 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 click. That's me. Beep, boop, ba, doop, beep, click, 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 click. Um, did you guys uh, want to talk about if you were f- when you filled out your own personal bracket, what would be your mm-hmm. favorites? Mm-hmm. I've got my picks all ready to go. Do you? You did some. You did some prep. Some show prep. Yep i I've got the I got my bracket filled out. It was a little. It was a little bit different than the than the people voted for. Uh huh. But that's okay. I got my own personal opinions. That's more than okay. I'd love to hear it. You don't need to let what how how deep you plan on going with this game by game. Should we put a pot of coffee on? I don't. Yeah, this is going to be a fourteen-hour podcast (laughs) as I painstakingly go through every possible choice. I did my my final four and what they beat. So I guess I technically got down to my top eight, and then I've got a winner. So that's okay. that's the detail I'm planning on going into, but I'll I'll, I'll uh, turn it over to you. I've got no number one seeds in the final four, so Good I can turn. only say that whoever seeded this bracket was a screw up of the highest order. Twenty five percent, equally twenty five percent. All of us. I do feel like there, this bracket was affected by our various stages of life because for example in region two the kids finally in bed recliner beer Mm -hmm. was an easy pick for the final four for me that was actually lost in the national championship game for me whereas most people are like yeah the 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 masses didn't love that beer right that was not that was not a solid winner for everybody else Mm -hmm. but it was in the same region as Cheers to Winning the Adult Sports League beer, which is something that I have zero experience with, <laughs> along with the pre-vacation airport beer. Again, something that I've never done in my life because I have small children, and most of the time when I'm at the airport, I just want death, not beer. Yep. So it's different. I got a different bracket than maybe someone whose kids can go to the bathroom on their own would have. Yeah, that's good. That's totally okay. I I was talking to a friend of mine, and his number one easily when he looked at my bracket was haircut beer. <laughs> what? He's like, there's no, okay. there's no doubt about it. Haircut beer wins. So it's okay. It's okay if you've got some quirky picks. Can Can you explain the haircut beer? Now that the bracket's over, I feel like I need to ask about some of these picks. Yep. Are you drinking the beer while your hair is being cut? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, you go to, if you go to certain barber shops, and I, I go to one of them, uh, the lady will be like, can I get you a beer? And you say yes. And she goes and grabs you a can of whatever they have. Doesn't really even matter. Um, but it's, it is a glorious beer because you are obviously like about to get your hair cut, which is great. It's always fun to get your hair cut. Typically, you're alone. Uh, again, it's a guilt-free, solo, got, about to be cleaned up and be happy about that. I'm on my own for a little bit. It's very peaceful beer. It's, uh, if you ever find a barber that offers you a free beer when you're there, you hold on to that barber for dear life. And so he, my friend, I, has one of those. Can I ask you a question, Brandon? Sure. I, this is not meant to be embarrassing or to judgment or to make fun of you in any way. I'm just curious because quite often Uh from things that we talk about on the podcast or for things you post on Twitter, I realize that my life is absolutely nothing like your life in any way. (laughs) So I want to ask you, I want to ask you this question. Uh How much do you usually pay for a haircut? Just ballpark it for me. You don't have to go down to the dollars and the cents. Just ballpark it for me. Um, I would ballpark it at forty-ish dollars. Okay, I like I say, I just wanted to know. I'm not here to offer judgment mm-hmm. or any comment. I just wanted to know. Yeah, I have no. Uh, yeah, forty dollars. I will say that in my entire life of getting haircuts, not one person has ever offered me a beer. <laughs> I wonder if there's a if if Brandon's 
haircut place. There's an episode of Friends where Joey introduces Chandler to the place where he gets pants from. I don't know if you recall this one. <laughs> and uh. Joey, and the guy who measures your pants, your inseam, Joey says so he grabs your your balls and your wiener and he pulls them over to the side and then so he measures one side. Grab, that's, how sure. that's how they do pants. That's how they do pants. Chandler says, yeah, it is. In prison. <laughs> Joey didn't realize that he said like a very um, inappropriate pants place. That's not how they do pants. Is there something more than beers that they're doing to you there, Brandon? And, and if so, <laughs> that's not how haircuts you're cutting out work you're cutting out (laughs) this interview's over you're a terrible (laughs) reporter that's what Mm -hmm. i say to that that's how they do Do you get does hair get into your beard during the haircut (laughs) that's a great question (laughs) that's kind of where my i was like is that gonna like a splash around in there that like a filter they put like a colander over the top of it or it's like those leaf guard things gutter helmet but for beer it's a straw yeah that's duct taped so it's really hard to get in there uh, I basically set the beer up on the counter where all the stuff is, and then every so often I'll lean forward and take a take a gulp and then put it back down. You know, it doesn't take too how many long, of those before the beer's gone. How long are these haircuts taking? Half an hour. Jesus, Jesus, you don't have any hair. You keep it like really well, high and tight. There's a wash involved. Got to wash and condition and get the hot towel Washing on your face. Washing your head, right? <laughs> We're talking about just yeah. your hair. I'd... There's a massage. Um, there's a. There's yeah, a. I do, I, do, there's I, a... I, I do get. I get the shampoo with a massage. Yes, because that's the best yes. thing on it's earth. Very good. And then that's they better put than a any, hot... that's, that. That's better than any of the beers in the bracket. Is the if you get like a person who cuts your hair, they have like hands, like a Swedish farm hand, and they just go to town on your scalp. <laughs> That is better than yeah. any beer I've ever had. It's so That's good. Right. Oh. Maybe we should do a like a best overall things bracket. Some gal. Let's expand beyond beer. Just anything. They got off the boat. She was picking rocks for thirty years outside of Reykjavik. Just hands like just hands the like roughest. fucking Joey Brown. So strong. Just, oh god. Joey Browner hands yep. just <laughs> <laughs> grabs on. To just, I haven't heard Joey Browner hands in so long. <laughs> he did call my truck tire. <laughs> Every Vikings game, this yep. comment the the color guy would say the same thing. Joey Browner does karate. Yep. Strongest hands Strong in the hands. NFL. Yep. <laughs> so that's the haircut beer. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. It's fantastic. Pants. I recommend Great. it to everybody. Okay, John, back back to you. I will say, in filling out my bracket, I think just by illuminating the beers I'd never had nor considered, I think that got it down to the Sweet 16 pretty easily. So (laughs) after that, it was just straight up, straight up voting. But I'll give you my final four. Yep. My final four was the Been a Long Week and It's Finally Quitting Time beer. Mm. God, that's good. The... Kids finally in bed recliner beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the post yard work beer. Yep. Yep. And the just got to the cabin beer. Okay. And my overall winner was the post yard work beer over the kids finally in bed recliner beer. Wow, that's good. That's Oops. a good. I mean, that's a great beer. Yeah. Yeah, those are good beers. There's a lot of good beers in this bracket. You know, that post-yardwork beer, some of these are dependent on the idea that what makes it so great is your family is not around you, right? The running right. errands beer, of course. Like, you're not, you don't have your kids there. You're, you're running out on yourself. You deserve a little bonus beer. The post-yardwork beer is one of them that's more about, like, a job well done, satisfied beer. And it doesn't really matter if there are people around or not around. That's what makes that one so great. You just kicked ass at some yard work. Good for you. It's a great one. Totally respect that. Choice. I will say, I have, as I've mentioned a thousand times, I have two kids under the age of four. So, in our family, running errands by yourself is not like a "oh, you should reward yourself. You went out and ran errands. Good for you." Uh-huh. It's more like running errands by yourself is the best possible gift you can get, and doing it means that you're sentenced to a week of 
hard labor of taking care of both kids at the same time. Right. And now that that does get easier, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be a little while for you, John. I'm sorry. Um, Stu, did you have uh, did you have a choice? Did you did you fill out a bracket? Um, let's see. Uh, I think I read about five of the sixty four. Okay, probably. That's good. Um, let's see. I did you know, not did not fill out a bracket. Um, okay. We so I we went off. Not set the bar for work low enough that Stu won't <laughs> fail to meet it. Um, I did go off the board for uh, mm. my uh, one that I picked, and that was the the beer that I have when there is a vaccine, and I can go to the corner bar. There is a baseball game on. The popcorn machine is going. Mm-hmm. There's an old timer at the corner of the bar who's still mad about Kaiser Wilhelm, <laughs> and that's. That's all I want. That's, okay, so this would be called the the reason you're drinking a beer in this phase. It's because you're finally, finally Able back, to. finally still alive. Beer on uh, the other side of the mountain. Beer. That's what the we're other gonna call si- it. Okay, post Corona, the 2023 beer. Correct. The other side of the mountain beer. Okay. Yeah. That. That. Of course. That we didn't take that into That's account it. when we no. did this. You did take into account that I was not going to read all the stuff mm-hmm. you wrote. Mm-hmm. That you did you take did. into account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yep. Um, yeah, I, I did post them to Facebook. I thought I did very good with that. Um, but, yeah, I didn't yes. read the, the things. I Sorry. That's my fault. Okay, That's Chicken, what about you? You all right? Yeah. Uh, top eight pontoon beer, uh, outdoor hockey beer. Said, God, that's a great beer, that. Cans, you gotta get cans. Outdoor hockey, you got a case of cans, chuck it in a snowbank yep. over on the, on the side of the boards, playing outdoor hockey, go over, grab a beer, throw the beer, you know, situate it into the snowbank. I love that. That's a great beer. Um, yeah, no cleanup needed. This is, nope. And this is while you're playing hockey. That's exact while you're playing outdoor hockey. That's right. <laughs> Very Before, cool. during, and after. Mm-hmm. Of course. As much as you can possibly fit down your gullet. You're doing it. Yeah, that's a great beer. And you're working out, too, so you, you can drink more beer. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cabin beer was one of my was obviously one of my favorite uh, post-adult <laughs> sports league beer out in the parking lot. That's a great beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonfire mm-hmm. beer, I'm a big fan. Um. I am looking at the brackets right now. I know that there's some that I've missed. Uh, oh, pre-wedding ceremony beer. That's a great beer. Uh, if, you're yeah. in, if you're in the... It, I should be more detailed. You're in the in the ceremony. You're one of the groomsmen, an usher, etc. That groom. beer with the groom. Let's say you're half an hour out, T-minus 60 minutes, something in that ballpark. That last beer. Yeah. Great beer. Uh, I'm a pontoon yeah. guy. A pon- pontoon beer was the beer that I called beforehand. That's that was my winner. It didn't win, but um, that would be my winner. I just love pontoon. Pontoon, yeah. I Rock and pot. Oh, I love being it's on a, a great pontoon. place to be. I like. Uh-huh. I love being on a pontoon on my way to a bar that's on a lake. That's a great beer. The beer from the cabin to the bar. On oh, that's a beer. When you're almost on, a pregame beer, in, it's, it combines because a number of things. It's beautiful outside. It's probably you know the sun's just setting. Dusk beer, beautiful sunset mm-hmm. beer, pontoon beer, pregame beer. It combines a lot of really good beers into one beer. Poof, that's good. That's good. Okay, um, I'm gonna get through mine. Um, in Region 1, I had patio beer beating shower beer. Um, again, the post-exercise shower beer, we are all 25% culpable for putting that as a, to- <laughs> as a two seed, just, just so we know. Again, not naming names. Uh, but at- Brandon, wouldn't, by definition, your final four be the four number one seeds? <laughs> That's... Yeah, you would think. I didn't do this on my own. I did this like beforehand. A, I was trying to predict what would be the most popular. I totally fucked up, obviously. Um, 
Well, but no, I mean, Haircut Beer is one of my favorites, but I put that as a seven seed because I was like, "Ah, I just, I don't think that's a thing that people do, but I thought a shower. Nobody else even knew you could do that. It's not like your job requires you to understand what the general public may or may not like. So I think it's all like Customer behavior. No, no, that doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Yeah, Jesus. This is, yeah, it's, it's been all very humbling for me. Um, so my region two adult sports championship beer, of course, mm-hmm. uh, beating beer, right. the uh, airport vacation beer. Um, the third one, Christmas is finally over, beating takeout beer. I just I know I hate Christmas more than anybody, <laughs> so that Christmas is finally over. And this is also I knew would be a thing that I love more than others is because the other cool thing about that beer is the NBA is on. And I love the NBA, so that's a big part of it. And then uh, I never, I never understood. I just want to say I never understood your hatred of Christmas until you explained that you have like eleven family Christmases in one day. Yep. And then I totally understood and supported you. Yeah. From then on, like, yes, you should be drinking. You know, starting at lunchtime and going through the rest of the day. It's really hard. I, I'm very. I the main thing is well. There's two things. One, all of my family and all of Danielle's family is within like 20 minutes of us. So everybody is in town. Everybody's close and they expect us to be there. The other thing is, and I appreciate my family for being good sports, but I have divorced parents. uh, And so, but my grandparents are all still around. So they all say before Christmas, hey, just stop by. Just stop by for a little bit. No big deal. Say hello. All we want to do is see you for a little bit. And I could be there for six days and when I get up to leave, they'd be like, what, you're leaving? Where you, <laughs> you really got to go? <laughs> and it's just like so much guilt involved with everybody when we leave. It's a good problem to have, I suppose, but it still kind of sucks. So Christmas is finally over, beats take up here. And then my last one, I kind of think I somehow got mentally strong-armed by chicken myself because I <laughs> also have cabin beer beating errand beer. The more I thought about it, I was like, that does make me happier. Um and then my overall champion for myself personally, the greatest beer of all time is winning the adult sports league beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I also my second would be the airport beer, and that those were both in the same region. So tough draw. I'm sorry, airport beer. Um, John, I do also remember, you know, that one is specific to no kids around. Right. Um, and you're going on vacation with some buds, or you and your wife, or whatever. And you get to the airport early because why not? And then you have that beer before you get on the plane. And that's that's a great one. And then, of course, as we talked about last week, then you overdo it. You have three more on the plane. You fall asleep. You wake up and you're a zombie the rest of that first night. So it ends up being bad later. But you have all that adrenaline up front. And that first one goes down in like four or five seconds. It is just gone. Um, so that's a good one. And that, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That sums up our beer bracket. That was fun. Good bracket. It's good. Good job. It's good. Brandon, thank you for the it's work. That, thank you, everybody, for the work yeah. that you did. Yes. Thanks, You're welcome. everybody. Equally. <laughs> <laughs> the equal amount of work that everybody put <laughs> Equal amount of work. Equal amount of work. Way to go, team. Um, okay. Hard pivot. Let's talk pigskin, boys. This is where you, you guys start sure. talking. <clears throat> this is where we talk about pigskin? Let's talk, yeah, let's talk football. There's a draft I, coming up. I will say that I agree 100% with the many, many people on the internet who are rooting harder than ever for there to be major technical glitches during the entire NFL draft. Because that would be utterly delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was... I, I read something today about one coach, and I can't remember which coach or which team, but he had the IT guys from his team remove two walls in his house <laughs> so that he could have 25 TVs in his home. And I, I, I just am utterly fascinated by what he thinks is going to be on all 25 of these TVs. <laughs> Is he like yeah, I mean, live in NORAD? Is that where he lives? It's like on the side of a mountain in case the Soviets launch a nuclear attack. Is that what he's like prepping for? <laughs> like how many you can have ESPN every direction you look, I guess. But beyond that, you got the ESPN, you got NFL Network. 
what else do you want on TV exactly? Is he still cramming on like watching clips of these guys? Like, hey, which one's Chase Young again? Show me some video. Oh, okay, that guy's sweet. I'll take him. And got the IT guy out in a Winnebago in his TV truck. Uh, throw up some clips of uh, of football. We need some football on these TVs. And aren't there like guys who are the the old school precise opposite guys? Like the guy from the Giants is like probably doesn't. He's probably have to gonna walk over to like the nearest hotel to find the business center so he can get on one of those computers and he got to pay ten dollars <laughs> an hour to get on. Yeah, in the bu- in the business center at the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> Kid flipping over the waffle maker. Yeah, I did see a photo of I. Yeah, I think it was a Giants guy, and he had a binder that was like, like six inches thick. This binder, like of you know, I mean, it had to be a, it had to be fifteen hundred pages. It's like the Count of Monte Cristo, just of scouting reports. It's like, how are you leafing through all that? What the fuck? Oh, I don't get it. But yeah, I am also rooting for chaos. Oh. There's nothing would make me happier than the Dallas Cowboys internet going down at the wrong time and Jerry Jones just losing his mind. Or even better, Jerry Jones thinking that his Zoom call is turned off and just going off and swearing a blue streak and getting the FCC fine for ESPN. That would be delightful. I just want everything to go wrong. Whereas with every other league, I would be rooting for them to get it right and... This will be. This is a good way of doing it. I'm glad that they're finding a way around this. I just want to watch with the NFL. They're so. They're just so NFL that I just want things to go poorly for them. So we're recording this on April 22nd. When is the draft? Tomorrow, 23rd. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, <laughs> right. yeah, absolutely. 7 okay. p.m. I can't wait. Sports, finally, something. Yes. Okay, uh, chicken. What are you hoping happens? Uh, I want to. Uh... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman, and. Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Oh, you want Tua? Okay, I'm sorry. That's yes, it. I agree. That's the whole. That's the whole message. That's all I want. What? What? Uh, if they traded up for him, at what? At what level that they traded up would you be? upset that we traded up too much no, give away the farm do you I care no i wouldn't I, obviously like five first round picks or some ridiculous thing would be too much but uh anything short of that I, i'd be i'd be happy do we think that he's going to i i just have always assumed that he was like a top five pick not happening it's going to happen. They're not going to get him. It's not. It's no. There's no. it's there's zero chance, Brandon. It doesn't mean I yeah, can't dream. Yeah. It's all I've got left. Mm-hmm. Fuck, right? What well, are you trying I to remember. do to me? It's all I've got and you're trying to take that from me. I remember a million years ago we said this same mm-hmm. exact thing mm-hmm. about Teddy Bridgewater. And I and said, it believe fucking it. happened. It, it happened. was the most insane thing that mm-hmm. has ever happened on this podcast. I want to catch And that's including yep. the one time that Stu and I did a joke that we started singing, it's been one week. <laughs> and then like three days later, a very famous podcast did the exact same joke somehow. Do you remember that, Stu? I do. Scott God, Ackerman owes us five bucks. <laughs> so insane. I just seriously, it was one of those times where I uh, thought I was dreaming. But the second biggest thing and more pertinent to this is that Teddy Bridgewater happened. Mm-hmm. You willed it to happen, chicken. Mm-hmm. You did. You personally willed it to happen. During the draft, people were saying, you're crazy. It's not going to happen. And what you won't re- the Vikings picked, made a first-round pick. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, obviously, chicken, you're an idiot. It didn't happen. Yep. Move on with your life. And I said, no, believe. Mm-hmm. Just everybody, just relax. Believe. The Vikings had already made their first-round pick. And then they traded up into the first round and, and picked Teddy. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and it was... 
the thing that was so impressive to me is um, you were the bigger man um, and you were so mature that you mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. gave Rick credit and stopped screaming and yelling and hating him for like 45 no, seconds. That never, it was that unbelievable never to me. Once happened. You took like through a commercial break and then you were hooting and hollering once again. The. I. I gave Norv Turner credit. It, that's that's how remarkable it was. <laughs> and I, wow. That yeah. is that is a a surprise right there. Giving Do you Norv know how hard that was? credit for anything. Do, I, I still give him that credit. Brandon Barrett. Well, what else am I supposed to do? No. No, I get it. I wasn't left with a lot of choices here. I would... Everything I know about pro football analytics came from the time that Brandon suggested Norv Turner was a good offensive coordinator. <laughs> and I went off like a beautiful mind with a room full of things, connecting things, learning everything I could about football analytics just so I could write something specifically <laughs> calling Brandon names. This is slanderous. suggesting that Norv was a good offensive coordinator. This is slanderous. I hated Norv from the get-go. Hated him. I made a PowerPoint showing how, how bad he was. And I sent it to you, Jonathan. You did? Yeah. I made I enjoy the slanderous version much more. <laughs> Not interested. Not interested. I, I I have I'm having way more fun remembering that you love Norv Turner and I hated him. <laughs> Always been a Norv guy. Loved him. Air it out, baby. <laughs> That's my man. Scatbacks. Uh, okay, uh, so as we understand it now, the day before the draft, um, and what I know is through very deep, intense scanning of one article set six weeks ago. Um, so I believe uh, Joe Burrow mm-hmm. is going to be going first to the Cincinnati Bengals. R.I.P. Joe Burrow. Ah. And then there's a good defensive player, Chase Young, who's mm-hmm. going to be a big pick. And then there's like a safety on either like Auburn or – no, I think Clemson. And then that's it. That's all that I know. That's it. And then Tua, right? Tua goes to the Dolphins at four, I think, is the – Dolphins at four, Tua. R.I.P. Tua. That's, that's the key. So everybody's saying – Watch the Dolphins. Watch the Fish at four if they pass on Tua. If they take that uh, Bobby Bears kid from Oregon. If they take uh-huh. him instead, that's the curveball. And then Tua starts the Tom Petty. Just. He's free-falling. Starts he's free-falling. Starts free-falling. Here And he's saying, don't, don't do me like that. He's here don't. he comes. And you know what will be the hardest part? The waiting! It's the waiting! <laughs> oh God! When oh, I could just see that coming. You don't. You don't know how it feels when you can see something coming like that. And mm-hmm. feels good. Feels oh, really good. To uh, Patty, lefty, lefty quarterback Brian O'Neill, strike is oh. on the right tackle. Just oh yes. Just watch the fish. Gonna happen. Watch him. <clears throat> All right, that's good intel. Good intel. We just got to keep our eye on the fish. It's and then we have happen. two first-round picks because mm-hmm. uh, old Trader Rick went and got rid of, like, our favorite player. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what you do. Pretty cool of him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks, pal. Hate having a good offense. Okay, so we can make some magic happen with two. Uh, that's That's the key. Anything else I really don't think i care about i right i guess um i checked on this somehow this happened even though mike zimmer is the coach the vikings don't have any cornerbacks anymore mm. they're all gone they're all they all went despite away despite drafting yep. a cornerback in the first round for 49 straight years I, now. somehow they're all gone they're I, somehow out of them <laughs> that's really weird i don't know what happened they all i mean i know i mean one of them got super old last year okay and then the other one was kind of okay but he's gone too and then I, 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 I don't know what happened to everyone else. It's like the cops came to a teen party. They all just <laughs> scattered. It's just everybody's gone. <laughs> just, you know, just one kid passed out on the couch, and that's Mackenzie Alexander. That's it. 
So you're saying now we need to draft a cornerback? Mm-hmm. Yes. Fuck. Oh, it's like the most boring. Also, you can also go through every podcast we've ever done about the NFL draft and listen to all the segments where we swore and yelled and screamed and jumped up and down and demanded that the Vikings draft an offensive lineman and just roll those forward again to this year and they're still applicable because Rick Spielman's an idiot. They can't draft offensive linemen. Shit. So the sensible choice would be we come away tomorrow night. It's it's just the first draft tomorrow, I'm guessing, right? Mm -hmm. First draft. The first round. Um, round. We come away with an offensive lineman and a Mm -hmm. cornerback. I mean, Boo. Yes. I think that's, what boring. that's yeah. probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Ugh. They need a wide receiver too, but it sounds like that's where most of the depth is, and you can get that on the second or third day. It's going to be – Let me they, ask you, does Notre Dame Tyler have any Johnson. tight ends that are available? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that would be a position a of need. They do. Oh, I, think, I, literally, I think they have two really good tight ends that are draft eligible. UCLA linebacker? Would love one of those. Uh, that I don't know. So those guys are good. I suspect what they'll pick is a defensive back in the first round, at least tomorrow night. They will pick a 100%. defensive back that either has injury issues or and or a question questionable forty time. Uh huh. Yep. Slow but will, smart. I get that. They will pick an offensive lineman from who is not from one of the top. Colleges, yeah. Uh, uh, it's from Tulane, Temple. and he's an yeah, athletic Tulane. marvel. Yeah, but he was a transfer and yep. started four games his senior year, and and has questionable pass blocking skills. Which you're like, wait, right. fuck, what? That's yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what you want? Anyway, it'll be. But he's going to be mentored by Bill Beavers, so it'll be okay. He's oh, <laughs> is aller- allergic he... to Gatorade. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> That's my prediction. Went went to a university that will cause an argument among us about where yes. that university is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Villanova. It'd be a Villanova kid. It's in Philadelphia. Oh boy. Uh, we had this yeah, Villanova. Discussion. I know where. George, I know where Villanova George is. Mason. Damn it. We had this discussion last night in our home. In our home. Where Where is the university? George Mason. George Mason University. Uh, it's uh, Baton Rouge it's in Washington D.C. I want to say it's like in Alexandria, Virginia. Baton Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> it is not in Baton Rouge. It's it's a horrible <laughs> podcast question because I don't I don't know the answer. I, I don't know. Oh, you still don't know? I'm not. No, I didn't. I'm up. not certain of my answer, but I am certain it's not in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, yeah, it's in. Uh, is this naming. It's in Virginia. It's in Honduras. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's in Fairfax County, Virginia. Nice. Uh, good job, everybody. That's pretty good. Good job, guys. Just kidding. It's Baton Rouge. Nailed it. Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, when this when this pandemic really reaches its heights, we're just gonna go through and do an entire map based podcast mm-hmm. because I enjoy nothing more than our arguments about where things are. <laughs> Yep, it should be colleges. It should be like headquarters of companies, um, right? Just anything we can private, think of is where is this private schools in the Twin Cities? Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> Where's Blake? I don't know. Let's argue about it. It's by Tartan. <laughs> I don't know where Tartan is, but it's by Blake Centennial. Anyone? None of that was right. I'm pretty. I'm pretty Doesn't sure. Matter. Centennial's the one that gets me every time. I got, I just, got no fucking. Tartan's in, Tartan's in Oakdale. I know that. Uh, Blake yeah. is in Minneapolis. Centennial's in Lionel Lakes. I was going to say that doesn't mean I don't could yeah, drive. But like, I don't know Lionel where the fuck Lakes? Lionel Lakes is. <laughs> exactly. Tell me right now. Drive to Lionel Lakes. I'll give Circle you one Pines. million dollars. <laughs> where is Circle Pines? <laughs> drive north. Just find Ham Lake, okay? It's easy. Just drive, get in your car oh, sure, yeah. and drive to Ham Lake. This sure. is when Good pe- luck. When people mention na- the names of neighborhoods in Minneapolis, this is how Very I Very good, yes. Right. Longfellow. Oh, it's in Camden. Mm. Oh, yeah. Camden. I know <laughs> exactly where that is. Yeah. Good neighborhood. 
I'm not driving good all the way schools. to Kingsfield. Just say good schools whenever anybody brings it up. That's all you got to do. Yep. Well, is that our NFL draft preview? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that idea, John, by the preview. way. just What we could yep. do is just go alphabetical. I'm looking on Wikipedia, list of Division One colleges, and where they are located. Just al- go alphabetically and just start. Yep. Uh, uh, what would be a good one? Austin, PA. Where, and just go. Ugh. The yeah. governors. Those are the governors. Where are they at? I don't That's know. Probably be... Texas. Austin, P's in Virginia. Let's go to Southwest Texas. Texas. Nope. Nope. Maybe it's Tennessee. I don't know. Think, think monkeys. Think the monkeys. <laughs> Brazil. They were from England. And they're a fake group. <laughs> What's, think monkey Davey songs. Jones, Peter Torek, Mickey Dolans, Michael Nesmith. The last train oh, to Clarksville, Clarksville. Clarksville, Tennessee. There, you, there we go. Good job, guys. Look at we that. could do this all day long. We could do that. Okay, so we're going to do – what we'll do is a round – we'll just go around the horn and we'll try to stump other people. And mm-hmm. it can be a college. It can be it. anything you want. Like, God, it's just such a horrible Where idea. is this thing? Mm-hmm. It's the, the worst. Curtain. Yep. I love it. Oh, my God. Is it a bad idea? It's so bad. Honestly, we'll have to do this on like we'll have to start like at nine a.m. on a weekend day because we're this podcast <laughs> will end up being seven hours. But I guarantee you, as bad as this idea is, tomorrow it's going to be all of Commons two hours. He's it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Do you want to get to our last topic? Sure. Okay. Um, the Last Dance documentary. Uh, Chicken, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know what you're... <laughs> honestly, I don't speechless. know what you're talking He's about. He's speechless. Uh, dance. I, I got two, uh, kids that dance. They didn't dance. I don't know. I don't know. Ten part, ten episode documentary. Hold on, on. hold on. Ten parts? Yes, ten episodes. Two per night for the next four, well, four more Sundays. This is a documentary. Well, it's ten, a ten hours about a ten Michael Jordan. Documentary. Yep. Thank, I mean, oh, that's what they. Thank call goodness. The, I've heard about the Mike, the Michael Jordan yeah. documentary. It's called the Last Dance. Why is it called the Last Dance? The Last, Last Dance, Dance because it's focusing on the sixth of their six championships, and they knew going into it that they were that this was going to be the last season because Pippen was a free agent and Phil Jackson didn't have a contract, and they were told. He wasn't going to be the coach anymore. A bunch of other guys were free agents. Jordan was getting old and said he was going to retire. So they knew at the beginning of the year, this is it. So they call it the last dance. So suppose that, I mean, it's the first two episodes are a lot of like background stuff, but it's, it's supposed to be focused on that last season. So well, I, I, I think the good thing about this documentary series, in my opinion, is that if there's one athlete in American history that's been that hasn't been talked about <laughs> enough. And it's definitely Michael Jordan. Yeah, no kidding. You're not. I don't know if we're going to learn anything new about him. He's an asshole, and he was very good at basketball. Is it, do they portray him as an asshole in the th- in the documentary? Well, this past Sunday were the first two of the ten episodes, and I would say no, not really. And the issue that I have with it, although I don't really have a huge issue. But Jordan is, like, involved in it. You know, he's a producer. He approved the Ah, content. ah, And so it's a little bit of, like, Mm -hmm. you're not ever going to get the the totally true and real story. Although, again, I don't know if we're really clamoring for, like, more Jordan content. But, um, (laughs) yeah, so he's he's not – I mean, he's he's kind of an asshole so far. So it's a a 10-part – infomercial for michael jordan yeah no that's that's okay it's sports so who does he paint as the asshole i know he didn't like the the owner i forget the owner's name but he didn't like jerry krause i believe was his nemesis wasn't he jerry krause the general manager the owner was signed to him although of course the owner is probably a huge asshole and he just had jerry krause do his bidding for him i'm thinking of the gm Um, you're right yeah 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 Yep. Does he paint him so as he's, an asshole in the thing, or or does he gloss over the that part too? No, he's he's painted as an asshole. Yeah, 
And he probably kind of was. I mean, some of the quotes showed him as be, wanting a lot more credit. I mean, he pushed Phil Jackson out the door, which is a little weird, um, and kind of broke up this the entire team, which is, again, pretty weird. They won three in a row, mm-hmm. uh, three championships in a row. But he's also dead, and he has no way to defend himself, and no one is really representing his point of view on the show, so it's a pretty easy pretty easy villain. Um, and he wasn't really all that bad um, overall. So, but he obviously know. also built the team. Like, how, so is that Cypress totally? Or? Yeah, I mean, he mm-hmm. drafted Pip. He traded up to draft Pippin. He drafted Horace Grant. He signed all these guys. Made some pretty good trades. Mm-hmm. I mean, ever no one's no GM is like going to have a more you know way more um, hits than misses. But overall, I think he seems like so far. I mean, did a pretty good job. But. Um, I guess he was probably his crime was being like wanting more credit than he does than he got and was annoyed by it. But hmm. who cares? So he at, at that part's a little bit annoying. But um, overall, the first two hours were were interesting. Um, John, you watched it, right? Nope. Are you just are you boycotting any Michael <laughs> Jordan content? No i I don't have anything particularly against Michael Jordan, except that I didn't like Michael Jordan when he was Michael Jordan. He, the Timberwolves took till like 1999 to beat the Bulls. So I, 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 I would definitely rather watch a documentary on the Bill Musselman era Timberwolves than Michael Jordan. We've heard enough about Michael Jordan. I'd rather hear something about something that I'm interested in, but I do feel one of the surprising things for this th- this documentary series to me has been the number of people I've seen on Twitter or elsewhere talking about how much they loved Michael Jordan when they were kids. Like this was something that was really important to them and they loved the Bulls and stuff. And these are people from the mid fr- from up here, not from Chicago, people from up here. And you know, monsters. Th- that kind of thing that kind of thing just drives me nuts somehow it was michael jordan was the first in a long line of athletes for me personally i'm sure there were people before michael jordan but jordan was the one when i was coming up that he was one of those athletes that people said you couldn't you, you have to love this guy and it went from michael jordan to derek jeter to tom brady brett Favre, all of these all of these athletes were the the consensus opinion seemed to be, oh, you have to love this guy. You can't hate this guy. And I hate being told what to do, but also I hated every one of those people. So Michael Jordan was just the first in a long line of people, uh, of athletes that everyone else loved, which only made me hate them more. John, I have never felt closer to you than I do right now. <laughs> You may get your hair cut at a place you get beer. I may get my hair cut at a place where they point a gun at your head and tell you to get out as soon as possible. But we can agree on this. Yeah, it's it's a really natural thing to like push back against people who continue to scream and yell at you and lecture you about having to appreciate this person. And huh. I probably have a few people that I'm still I'm okay with for whatever reason. But I do feel that with Jordan, there is some weird... Like, I hear these, like, podcasts and articles about, like, he never took a game off, man. He never once had a bad game. It takes, like, 11 seconds to find a game when he had, like, 6 for 23 shooting for 18 points or whatever. Like, it's so easy to figure out that they're, like, why is it so important for these people to, to put him in this place where it's just, like, it's impossible for him to reach? He's a human being. Um yeah, so I've always sort of resisted like the Jordan obsession because of that. Um, so it is just it's an odd. He does something weird to people. Grown ass men turn into like those girls who fainted at like Michael Jackson in concert. You know, that part's a little mm-hmm. weird. He was good. I mean, he was unbelievable. And it, you know, some of the clips. Uh, of just like how graceful he was and all those insanely acrobatic uh, acrobatic layup stunks and more like I totally get it. I also would point out that he's usually in these clips being guarded by someone who's like weighs 175 pounds. Looks like me trying to guard him. 
Like Danny yeah. Ainge in the playoffs was guarding him. Danny Ainge was legitimately like 175 pounds. Um, so it's a little bit easier. Um, so that part, yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. So you always, you always hated Jordan, huh? I, I don't think it it crystallized into the hate that I later held for Jeter or Favre or something like that because I was just a kid. But I never. I never understood anyone who was a Bulls fan at that time. It was just, it was like being a a Cowboys fan or a Yankees fan or whatever. Even then I recognized how morally bankrupt it was to cheer for Jordan and the Bulls, no matter how great he was, because you're not from Chicago. You're not sitting down with a hot dog with peppers on it for some reason watching WGN. (laughs) You are stuck with Brad Lowhouse and this crew. Here. Right. This is what we have. Get used to it. Yeah. Is there anybody in that vein of, like, people just fawn over constantly that you are still okay with? Um, Maybe LeBron because of Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the only one I can think of. Yeah, he does. He does I like LeBron, Skip made but it easier. he seems to attract a... A weird category of LeBron truthers right. that I don't quite understand. Yeah, LeBron will never make it to the that level of Jordan and Jeter, and I would say you're right, Favre, Tom Brady. Yeah, those are probably the four that I can think of more than anybody. And LeBron, for some reason, all the people who are obsessed with those guys seem to not love LeBron. Yeah, I'm not I, – I don't quite know why, but – so I guess LeBron would be the the closest counterexample. Right, yeah. So are you going to watch it? Well, I, I would accept <laughs> – the silver lining of the pandemic is now I can blame the pandemic for all of the things that were tough about my life just because I had kids so far. Mm-hmm. So before, where before I would say, oh, I have no time because I have kids. Now, oh, the pandemic is really, I have no time because of this pandemic when really it's just the exact same. So in in my 45 minutes of free time or so that I get after bedtime every night, I, I might watch an episode or two. But the the articles that you're seeing about how it's an infomercial produced by Jordan to settle old scores with dead people aren't exactly... <laughs> making me want to watch it a lot right yeah and i will say that as a guy who we just talked about it but like somewhat resist this jordan is a walking god um it was still good it was still super interesting to me and i also have not the guy who's watched other bulls documentaries and read shit about the bulls because i haven't been that you know that interested in it it was fun it was cool i mean it's also just it's it's just kind of fun to look back in the 80s giant suits and Larry Bird's bangs and it's just some some funny shit going on just from that which is always uh it's always kind of worth watching so I'll let you know how episodes three and four go because I'll watch this Sunday but so far I would say it was it was well worth the time I did we know that television broadcasting and haircuts and fashion were all terrible back in the 1980s I don't I don't I don't remember being down on any of that at the time, but you look back at it now and it seems like it was 10,000 years ago now. Totally. Yeah, I yeah, think it was were... like it people had just started they had a little bit more disposable income as you do through the years and they started caring a little bit more and they were just like they didn't really have any idea of what actually looked good and bad. It was a lot of just like, well, this is new and different and Hair is big. Let's see how big I can make my hair. And all of a sudden, a 5'4 woman is like 6'3 with her hair. It's just like all this fucking hairspray and, again, with the bangs and the pleats and the tassel loafers. God, it was just people were going for it back then. They really were. Things have kind of settled down in some ways now. Um, They were not settled back then, man. Shit was wild. Good for all of them. Stu, you were there. What was it like? What was it like trying to look good in the 80s? <laughs> it was impossible. Tell us stories of what it's like to be old. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. 
Um, there was a picture of Jordan golfing, and he was wearing seersucker juncos. I mean, <laughs> think about how ridiculous that is. <laughs> the best athlete in the world wearing seersucker juncos. I mean, there's you can't. No one can pull that off. It's yeah. There was. I, I don't know what was going on. Um, there was also at the time a ska revival going on. So I mean, you you every. We were in the shit back then. That was our Vietnam. There was it was <laughs> it was just so bad for any number of reasons. And I just But did you feel cool miss. ever? Did you feel like all right I I'm gonna go out tonight, I'm single, I'm gonna try to get some action. I definitely need to put on my best pleated khakis. Was that like I'm the gonna... thing? Like you were just like hell hell yeah. I got my oversized bowling shirt, my pork pie hat, and my trombone, and we're going to go out and we're going <laughs> to listen to some ska. Oh, God. Ska. The were off. Do some swing dancing. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, there, there, there were cho- choices were made. That's yeah, really I mean, all I it's, can say is that choices were made. Fashion is different than music, but I definitely remember at times growing up being like, music is good right now. Music is awesome. And then, like, a few years later being like, music sucks ass right now. There is nothing good. And so I wonder if maybe it's the same thing with, like, fashion back then. They were like, I don't I don't know. I mean, this is, I don't know, is this like a vertical striped pink and teal green polo shirt? I don't know. I mean, it was on the rack. I guess I have to wear something like this. Whew. Man, people made some choices, though. It was It was good. It was fun to watch. Every band, every band had a guy that just danced. Just a dancer. It was weird. He, he was just dancing. I, I don't know. It, and it wasn't like the time where it was Jerome and it was cool. It was more like some band from Southern California, and it was just it didn't work. It just. Well, it's sort I'm of sorry, like some of the bands that have like a lead singer who doesn't play an instrument and doesn't really write the songs, and it's like. What this guy just he's just singing, that's all he does, and that and it's like that guy hired. He's like, You think I'm mostly useless? Check out this other guy next to me. If you want to fire somebody, this guy's just fucking dancing. He doesn't even have a microphone. Yes. He was a tambourine like one, once a, in a while. A, a, he had like a one syllable name, it was like Torse. And he would just, you know, <laughs> skank, he'd be skanking to the beat. That's what he did. Man. Yeah. Wild times. Wild times. Maybe we'll look back good on times, this time and times. laugh about it, but Nope. I don't know. No Searsucker Jenko's going on. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, John. Uh, we're an hour into it. Did you want to keep talking? No. You want to... Uh, should, we, should we call it? Does anyone want to keep listening at this point? <laughs> no, That's the real question. Do, do not ask questions you don't want to hear the answer to. Every, mm-hmm. Anyone who is still listening to this podcast at the one hour, two minute mark... When you say to me, John, do you want to keep talking? Every one of them is like, no, please no. no. My God. Say no, John. Please force me to press stop. I wanted to press stop so long ago. Just end. (laughs) I'm now listening on 2.5 speed just to try to get to the end of this. Mm -hmm. All right. So in the midst of this podcast, two ideas were surfaced. One not great and one really good. The not great idea was the bracket for just good things in general. I liked that idea for a few seconds until we we came up with our second concept for the mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. the "Where Is This Thing" podcast. So I think <laughs> this we're gonna, podcast is now about maps. Yep, it's just just maps. So we're gonna get that going, and uh, we'll do that at some point. Bethune Cookman. Bethune Cookman. Bethune Cookman. Where's that Bethune at? Bethune Cookman is also in Tennessee. No, that's that's like uh, Mississippi, I think. Shit, I gotta look it up. Brandon? <laughs> um, I will go with Baton Rouge. <laughs> that's a callback. God, that's comedy 101. Well done. Uh, well done. You, fuck, you, Who we could sit here all I goddamn day. I never would have guessed this in a million years. Not in a million years. Daytona Beach, Florida. Holy shit. No. I'm fucking not really? I'm looking right at it. God, this is a good podcast. This is going to be so fun. God damn it. That's a great idea. <laughs> Fuck yes. Such a horrible idea. It's great. This is the worst. It's the worst. I can't wait. 
All right, well, let's wrap this episode up and get to planning on the next one. Um, Uh, One more thing. One more thing. I promise this to Chicken. I'm going to close with a quote from the film Goon. Oh, fuck yes. um, By the character Gord Ogilvy. (laughs) He's so great. You know what's hard work? Going through a divorce. She's trying to get all my money now. She can have half of it. I don't give a shit. The other half, hard work, mine. Some guys on their team are fucking fucking divorced we're playing divorced guys fucking marriages are in the fucking toilet there sorry i kept i started laughing the goddamn dialogue is so funny we're playing divorced guys (laughs) we're playing divorced guys (laughs) very underrated movie oh Oh, god it's a good one uh there sorry i just wanted to get that divorce line out there it's just so goddamn good (laughs) (laughs) three guys (laughs) <laughs> oh God! There. You, you can call it, Brandon. Call it. Oh.